Happy holidays, everybody. It's December 25th, 2014, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. My name is Steve Say, and this fine evening, I am joined by Mr. Justin Townsend. Hello. Rob Newmeyer. Hello. This is Jackie Turner. Hello. And a fifth seat, very special guest, Mr. Talking Comics himself, Bobby Shortle. Hello, hello. So, we are here. It is, uh, it is Christmas for many of us, and uh, happy holidays from everybody here. We hope you guys are having a good time, uh, and we're going to get right to it. This is our Talking Comics uh, video game, Games. Year Awards, Game of the Year Awards, uh, and instead of, you know, we, the four of us, been together for a while now, but we have plenty to worry about, so we've decided to pass the torch on to Mr. Bobby Shortle, who is going to be our guide uh, throughout these deliberations of shows that will be coming uh, out over the next uh, couple of weeks. But I am going to let uh, Mr. Shortle take it away. And uh, what's up, man? All right. So um, just so you guys know, if you guys listen to Talking Comics, you'll know this format. This is the the, the, the same format I use on Talking Comics, now just modified for uh, for the games. And we've been going through nine categories over the next couple of weeks. And uh, for each one, each of us will bring three nominees to the table and uh, one wild card. Now, uh, to avoid a lot of discussion um, and unneeded discussion, if we have four or five matches of the nominees we bring, um, they will automatically be entered into the final five uh, for their categories. If it's less than that, then we'll start having um, discussions and debates about what it is that, that we're doing. Um, I'm going to be emceeing because I've done it a couple times now, and so it's it's a lot to it's a big process to go through. Um, so I'll be kind of guiding it through, but of break course, break out the punches. Break out yeah. the punches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you guys are li- just listening to talking games, they haven't listened to talking comics. Um, one of the big kind of ground rules about this kind of stuff is just like everything else that we do on the site and on all our podcasts, it's about why things are great, not why thing other things are not as great, right? So. Um, the first line of attack on any of these is talking about how great the games are that are on your lists. If we need to get down to the nitty gritty, there will be some discussion about detractors from other games, but um, this is very much going to be a positive discussion about the best games that we played all year because honestly, when you get down to these nominees, you're dealing with micro fragments of better and worse. You're talking about shades of great is what you end up talking about here. Um, so we're going to try to be as positive as possible. But of course, if there are things that need to be discussed, they will be discussed. So I should, I should refrain from calling Justin a poop face. Well, you can call Justin a poop face. I have oh, no problem with that. Oh, I'll, let awesome. the, I'll let that cool. stand. All right. Great. All right. That's yeah, good to nice. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to be, if, if the harshest you get is to call somebody a poop face, I think that will be. I can do worse. Okay. Is that allowed? Um, no, that's not allowed. Damn it. Not allowed at all. Um, so um, we're going to start with. This show is going to be most anticipated game of 2015. So looking ahead, looking ahead before we look back, um, moment of the year and publisher of the year. Now, um, most anticipated game is is a tough category to debate <laughs> because if it's your most anticipated game of the year, it's the most it's your most anticipated game of the year. There's no arguing it. You're not going to be swayed by what that is. So when we get down to it, um, what we're going to do is we're each going to give our number one most anticipated game of the year, and then that will be added to the top five. Um, for the year Um, if there are multiples let's say multiple have the same game then we'll go to the other nominees we have and try to work it out so there might be some discussion there Uh, just like on talking comics as well when these posts go up there'll be polls embedded in the posts that let you the listener vote on what you think should win these categories also a spot for write-in too if you think they were completely you know wrong but much like in 
What, what? Much like, yeah, much like in a normal election, if you decide to write a vote in, most of the time you're not going to get that thing <laughs> to win because most people are going to vote for what's there. Um, so just so you guys are aware of that, but feel free, please, um, to, to write in with your, your feedback on that. All right, so let's go to most anticipated game of 2015. Justin, what is your most anticipated game of 2015? Are we doing the whole list or just one at a time? Just do your give me give me your top one, and then what what we'll do is after we get the list locked, we'll go through kind of the honorable mentions if there if there's room for that. No Man's Sky. No surprise. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. So why don't you Everyone why don't you tell us why No Man's Sky is your most anticipated game of the year? Um, I would say because it is the biggest unknown uh, for me in the year 2015. Like this game could be so many different things. It could be. Um, just a exploration game it could be a space combat game it could be a mixture of those things it could be a game where i don't see another person for months at a time or maybe i'll find people all of the time uh just the idea of being able to you know travel through space wormholes discover you know planets and life forms and explore the oceans of different planets and just to see every time like this planet was just, uh, discovered by Justin Townsend. It just seems like there there hasn't been something like this yet, especially on console, I feel. A PC has great games like EVE Online and great space combat games, but I don't think there's been anything like this on console, so it's what I'm most excited about. Awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. Steve, what is your most anticipated game of 2015? Uh, well, if it's, if it's not No Man's Sky, because we need, <laughs> we need uh, nominees, I'm going to say Uncharted 4, All Thieves' right. End. Why Uncharted 4, Steve? Because uh, I absolutely positively love the Uncharted series. I didn't play it for until 2 was out and then played through 1 and 2 within a weekend. And in that time that I spent with those characters and that time that I spent in that world... Uh, it really took like all of the elements of Tomb Raider, like the old school Tomb Raiders, like one and two, the exploration, the gameplay, um, the memorable characters, all of that stuff, and put it into this like tremendously cinematic package to to be enjoyed, right? And then the third one came out, and the third one was awesome too. And now they have Uncharted Four coming out, and it's called Thieves End. What's up with that? I want to know. I want to know what's going on. I want to, you know, Drake's a little older now. Um, I believe he's got a brother character coming into the story. He does. Are we going to see the end of Drake and his brother maybe take the helm and come out with his own game in the future? We don't know. Um, those games are very, very close to my, like, gaming heart. And the idea of seeing them again in brand new HD and maybe even seeing some of them for the last time... I'm really anticipating it. I really want to play that game. Awesome. Awesome. Jackie, what is your most anticipated game of 2015? Mine is, you know, I just looked at the list literally 10 seconds ago and I've forgotten already. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My most anticipated is The Legend of Zelda, which right now is just the working title, Mm -hmm. but that's my, my big game. And why is that? Um, Ocarina of Time was one of the first games video games I played at all and uh, certainly the first RPG I ever played and I fell in love with it I played the hell out of it like I played hours and hours um absolutely fell in love with the game and the style of gaming and the characters and the world and I just you know even if this game doesn't turn out to be as great as I want it to be it's still 
it's I'm still going to play it. It's still something I look forward to. It's a, it's a big release. You know, every time it comes out, I'm excited. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely high on my list as well. Yeah. Rob, what is your most anticipated game of 2015? Uh, mine was between two, uh, Zelda being one of them. <clears throat> I decided to go with Batman Arkham Knight, though. That was uh, my other one. <laughs> just for the fact, like, the game could play like absolute shit, which we know it's not going to. They've, they've gotten the formula down. For the story alone, I just want to know what happens, what ends the trilogy, uh, who is the Arkham Knight? Um, how does Batman get out of this? Does he get out of it? Uh, yeah, so for me, I'm I'm definitely hyped for that. Awesome, awesome. Um, well, it's funny. I had three written on my list. The top two were Zelda, Wii U, and No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if I'm going to add one to this list, it's going to be Bloodborne, oh. uh, which comes out. They just delayed it, right? So what is it, March now? End of March. End of yeah. March now. Um, PlayStation exclusive title, obviously made by... Uh, the same people who made the Dark Souls and Demon Souls games, mm-hmm. and in fact, it's the original director of Demon Souls and Dark Souls One. Hell yeah! Um, and this is what he's been working on. He didn't work on Dark Souls Two, so it seems like obviously it's continuing that formula, that that punishing formula of Dark Souls. But they're in- introducing a lot of new wrinkles into the game, which I think are going to make the game more accessible in a way that's not that it's going to be easier, but it's going to be more inviting for people who don't get it. Because the thing about Dark Souls is always like. I always tell people that the game is difficult, but it's not as difficult as it appears to be only because it hides how to play it throughout it. So you have to learn how to play the game. It's like learning how to play the game of football on the football field. You know, you're going to get crushed a lot, but once you learn how to do it, you're going to, your trial, the trial by fire aspect of it is going to make you better at it, right? Bloodborne, I think, is going to make it easier for people to understand how to play the game. And I think it's going to change up the way that Dark Souls players play because there's no blocking in the game. You can't. You no longer. You no longer. Oh, really? No, you can no longer tank it up. You can't take a shield. Oh, wow. And walk through. There's no blocking. It's all. It's it's all combat. Oh, I like that. And it actually encourages you to take damage because if you take damage and then quickly respond and get a hit in, you gain your life back. So it, it's in encouraging you to be a part of the action rather than encouraging you to stay back from the action. And don't, don't get me wrong. I love having a huge shield and a ton of armor and slowly walking through Dark Souls. I think it's it, it's for some reason one of the, the most enjoyable things to do in a video game. But there's a lot to be said for the hack and slash approach, Exactly. Right? <laughs> but you're still not going to be able to be stupid. You're not going to be able to just go in there and fight a ton of guys mm. or not pay attention to where you're going because one thing about Dark Souls games is if you walk around a corner and you're not being careful, <laughs> there's somebody standing behind that corner and they're going to they're gonna hit you from behind yeah. and you're going to yeah. lose, right? Yeah. So they still have the same systems in place, but they're tweaking it just enough. I think the setting is very interesting. This kind of more steampunky Victorian setting I think is 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 going to liven up where you are other than that very dark fantasy stuff they've been doing before. And I, I think that it's going to look great, it's going to run great, and it's going to be one of those games that takes people like Justin sitting here who has never played a Dark Souls game mm-hmm. and get him into that world a little bit when he, where he wasn't before. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try Bloodborne mm-hmm. when it comes out. Have you seen the co-op videos? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. Yeah, that looks awesome. And it's like real, it's like it's like almost more traditional co-op now. It's not just the kind of hit the sign and bring somebody into your game. Right. Like you can go with a friend now and actually do co-op with them, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I think just the addition of guns, that's going to bring in people that, you know, what... They're not into the traditional swords and slashing and stuff. So I saw a scythe in one of those videos, man. A scythe and a shotgun. Yeah, that sounds nice. The weapons transform, so like you know that your kind of sword turns into a scythe, stuff like that. I think it's going to be really interesting and 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 a really fun game to play. So I can't wait for that to come out. Um, So yeah, so that would lock in our five most anticipated games of 2015 as No Man's Sky, 
Uncharted A Thief's End, Uncharted 4 A Thief's End, Bloodborne, Batman Arkham Knight, and Legend of Zelda for Wii U. Um, pretty good list, I'd say there. Yeah. Does anybody have any like um, honorable mentions they want to throw out there? Justin, anyone? Yeah. yeah. I had uh, two. So I had uh, Below by Cappy Games, okay. I have which I'm um, mm. super excited about. And uh, I also had Gigantic, which is a PC game. It's a MOBA, um, but it's set up in a little bit different way. It's it's beautiful looking. It's an alpha right now. I I'm, I have a, an invite. I'm just waiting for them to let me in. Uh, and it plays differently than traditional MOBAs. It looks like the Wind Waker. All the characters are beautiful, uh, and the world is colorful and gorgeous. But the point in a MOBA is usually to you know go attack the other person's base. Well, in Gigantic, the other person's base is this giant monster. And the monster is constantly moving. And the monsters, like, the two bases will end up fighting each other in the middle of the match. So it's going to be constantly changing the way that the, you know, that the game is being played when the base that you're trying to attack is attacking you back. And it's moving around. So it just looks like this really, really interesting take on, on the uh, genre. And I'm, uh, I'm excited to play it. Awesome. Awesome. Stevie, any honorable mentions? I don't have any written down, no. Okay. Um, I have other games that I'm looking forward to, but I'll pass it on to somebody else yeah. if they got something. Jack. Splatoon. Oh, yes. I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah. Like a fun Nintendo, like, you know, just crazy colorful thing mm-hmm. that's just, you know, like doesn't require brain power and leveling up yeah. and, you know, <laughs> just fun, something I can play with my son. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be that. That's, yeah. that's great. Yeah. yeah. New IP from them too, which is not very normal exactly. for them. Exactly. So that's mine. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, like Zelda would have been my second choice. Mm. Third choice was Metal Gear Solid Five. Ah, yes, mm. the Phantom Pain. Mm. Yeah. See, now that's something where that's more for gameplay. The mm. story is just so whacked out as is that mm. you know I'm I'm lost at this point anyway. <laughs> I just play it because I love you know love how it handles. Mm. Cool, awesome. Is Battleborn? That's that first person shooter, like that crazy yeah. first person well, shooter. It's from Gearbox. Yeah, it's like right. a MOBA slash first, first person, person shooter. shooter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't there another one similar to that being put out by Blizzard? Oh yes. Oh god, I can't remember what it's they, called. Uh, between Battleborn and Bloodborne, and then the other one. Yeah, all three of them, I get confused. It is one of my most anticipated games, but I don't know the damn name of it because yeah, it's so similar to the other one. It was right after they canceled that. Titan Overwatch. Over, Overwatch. Okay. That's, okay. That is one of my other. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's coming out in 2015. I think they said it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna. It's going into open beta or yeah. beta. They said in 2015 for yeah. sure. So I you'll really be able to play, play it. Yeah. 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 I want to get in on the ground floor of one of those kinds of games mm-hmm. and, and get in early when it goes up and learn how to play it and learn how to play it well and like kind of venture into that community once again and mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. So um. Are we so happy and we all agreed on everything and that was so positive. Oh, wasn't that lovely? So let's move into our first real category <laughs> where we have to debate. Um, I, we're easing ourselves in though because moment of the year is the next one. And of course, this is a little bit obviously more subjective as well. So it, it, it's still going to be a little, it's easing us in to the more hard line talks. Yes. In the interest of doing moment of the year, maybe mm. we should um, tell our listeners about how we're going to be handling spoilers. Yeah. So that's a very good point, Steve. Um, so... This is a game of the year discussion, and um, if we need to discuss in depth things that happen to, to get our points across and get things in, there's going to be spoilers. So just know that um, if there are games that we mention and that, that they are going to be spoiled if we have to get in deep discussions about them. You know, I would say that the description of your, your thing, right, your moment, I would try to make the description of it not spoilery, you know, and then 
um, you call it the end or say that, and then we have to get a discussion about it. Okay. Then we'll do it. Because this way, at least yeah. when people are reading the nominees, they're not getting spoiled on, yeah. on what's going to happen. Okay. You know, um, we'll as least spoilery as we possibly can. In your description, uh, in your yeah. initial, like, this is what's going to go on the nominee, like, ballot list. Right. And then, but, but also let's just say, let's say, like, you and Justin and Rob and Steve all have the same moment. Mm-hmm. It's just going to go on there. So there's no, we're not going to break into spoilers about it if we don't have to. Yeah. You know, because let's say this, you know, because that, mm. that way we can avoid it whenever we can. Yeah. You know, but just know that there, from now on, if we get into a game, we're, we're talking about a game that you haven't played and, you don't, and you're planning on playing, we're probably going to talk about something you don't want to hear. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. just watch out when you hear that stuff. Tread carefully. Yeah. So let's save the spoilers for the deeper discussions, not in like the the titles of the things gotcha. all right let's, let's try to do that all right so let's we'll go around the table here justin you're gonna give me your three uh moments of the year okay uh my number one moment is uh the arcade in the last of us left behind okay. oh wow <laughs> oh wow uh my second is the choice that you're faced with at the end of um the walking dead season two and my third is the last level of Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Okay. Can we not talk about any of those? Because they're all going to be spoilers for me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you haven't played the uh, last, left, last of Us DLC yet? Like mm. half an hour of it. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Wow. I know. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Steve, what are your three? What do we, what do we, here's a question. What do we do if we run into a problem where somebody says something and you're like, oh my God. It's up to you, dude. If you want to add it on, it's you add it on. All right. I'm going to replace <laughs> one of mine with um, the Last of Us DLC arcade okay. moment. Um, I forgot all about that because that was, that was amazing. Okay. Um, my other moment is uh, <laughs> King Buzzo arrives in Sunset Overdrive <laughs> uh, is definitely one of my moments. And uh, any time it was one, uh, it was one v one in Towerfall. Okay. When you're playing that multiplayer game <laughs> right. and it's down to just you and that one other person, you're both screaming your heads off at each other. That is intense. Okay. All right, Jackie. Okay. This is hard. Okay. All right. Um, oh, it starts. All right. Um, again slightly spoilery but not too bad the bathroom door slam in pt okay that's good oh <laughs> that's a good one Ooh. um mariachi eye of the tiger level in rayman <laughs> okay and the ending of valiant hearts Ooh. okay i made it to the end of chapter two last night the game's long oh it, it is but it's absolutely worth it it was it, it's it's great yep all right Ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, mine's going to be Shovel Knight ending. Okay. Uh, second one is the bad guy reveal in uh, Bravely Default. Yeah. I'll say that. And my third is going to be the companion reveal in uh, Shadow of Mortar. All right. Cool. Oh, crap. <laughs> I'm not like up on any of that. No, me either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So No, 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 Shovel Knight. I'm I'm on Shovel Knight. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. All right. So I also had uh the end of Valiant Hearts. Jackie and I Science. shared that one. Um I have <laughs> The abortion clinic in um, South Park, <laughs> the, the Stick of Truth. Uh, <laughs> I play that. Um, and I had uh, the 
the uh, the choice you make in um, the swapper, the end of the swapper. Okay. Which is a, like an, an amazing moment. It's an amazing, amazing moment. But all right. So we obviously we share two, um, and this is going to be a tough one to do shares on. So I'm going to the, the end of the Last of Us DLC and the end of Valiant Hearts are going to go in the most likely. <laughs> they're going to be on there uh-huh. uh, yep. pile because they have extra votes. Um, but we'll, they're not getting locked in yet, but they're just in the more than likely category. So that leaves us with a, I mean, a lot of things to talk about, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but did we all bring a wild card as well? Yes. I just want to see if they match up with anything. So that way, if, if they do, we can we can at least see, put that one in more front runner category. So what's your wild card? The Raid in Destiny. Okay. <laughs> all right, Steve? Uh, slow-mo camera with Luigi's death stare. Okay. <laughs> it's a good one. Oh, both of those are so much better than what you picked in the regular thing. <laughs> oh, that's only uh, because uh, you've seen them. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's kind of silly. Okay. It's every, that wasn't silly? <laughs> every moment so far in Far Cry 4. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rob? Uh, I don't have one. Okay. I, I, well, my uh, my fourth one was the reveal in Shadow of Mordor. Okay, that was my fourth one. Um, so uh, that was the only one that actually matches up, which is funny. Uh, so we're just put those. I mean, nothing's locked in yet. I'm just trying to get the idea of where we are. Um, all right. So here's what we got. Um, the ch- the 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 final choice at the end of Walking Dead season two. Uh, the last level of Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Uh, King Buzzo arrives in Sunset Overdrive. One v one in Towerfall. Uh, bathroom door slam and PT. Um, was it mariachi? Yeah, it's the mariachi madness. Mariachi yeah, well, madness. The tiger. Okay. Um, sh- the sho- ending of shovel knight. Uh, the bad guy reveal in bravely default, and the companion reveal in shadow of Mordor are the ones that are on there. Okay. Um, all right. So, who wants to make a case for one of their nominees? Me. Okay, Jackie. I will. Okay, go ahead. I'm going with the PT door slam. Okay. <laughs> because I have, I, I don't tend to play horror games for mm-hmm. this very reason, but I have never before actually thrown my controller out of anything <laughs> other than anger. And I actually screamed and threw it and refused to play any more of the game myself. <laughs> so it was so me. good it made you never play it again. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. And another reason I would say is just how big of a, a social Mm-hmm. like experiment yes. slash thing that what that moment was yeah. you know you yes. saw everyone go through that moment yeah exactly it's also the the first part i believe where it's all very creepy and atmospheric and like crazy good graphics that's the first jump scare that really gets you yeah it is, is it, that one. it absolutely is there's lots of other great moments but that bathroom door slamming is fantastic <laughs> it kicks it off it's the thing that kicks it off it's the thing that you're kind of going through the thing and it's like okay, it's the same it's the same, it's the same, and then all of a sudden the door goes, <laughs> and you go up to it. You take a little peek. You take a little peek. You and how long it, it took me to figure out? How to, <laughs> it's, it's, it was online. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is a really, really great moment. It scared the shit out of me. No, it's a re- uh, yeah. So bad. It's a really great moment. Um, all right, so, th- I mean, I, I'm very comfortable with that, but what, let's keep going. We got, we got these to talk about. Anybody else want to fight for one of their moments? Yeah, I'll do it. All okay. right, go ahead, Justin. So uh, this is going to delve into a little bit of spoiler talk. Are we talking about uh, Call of Duty or Call Walking of Duty. Dead? Okay. I'll go with Call of Duty first. Uh, the last level of Call of Duty Advanced Warfare is the most fun level in the whole game and one of the most fun level in, levels in any Call of Duty campaign I've ever played. And that's because the entire game, you're this, you know, this exo you get you keep getting these different exos but you always see this other one where the guy's wearing pretty much hulkbuster armor you're like man i want one of those i want one of those so bad in the last level you get the pilot one 
and it is nothing but 15 minutes of like you're invincible and cannot die and you get to just blow everything up so after playing the game on veteran where you die in in like one or two hits having that freedom to just use homing rockets on anything that moved was just a really really fun moment mm. okay nice uh, steve um, I'm going to put uh, King Buzzo arrives on the table. Um, this is definitely going to get into mission-based spoilers, not endgame spoilers, uh, for those of you listening. But at one point in in Sunset Overdrive when you're playing, you um, you basically you travel around the game and you meet different factions of people that are left in the city and you have to gain their favor in order to traverse in the game. And one of the groups that you run into are these women that are, they're painted as like Dila de la Suerte uh, paint and they're cheerleaders that have taken up being um, like the healthcare facility and the nurses of this ruined city. And you arrive and you go into their, their quarters or whatever and you see the kids ward and you meet this one little kid and like he tugs on your heartstrings a little bit. And you ask him, you know, what can I do for you, little man? You know, what 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 have you not seen in life before you die? Because the kid's acting, he tells him that he's got cancer. And so he says, I want to, I, I've never seen a rock concert. So your character's like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm done. I need to do this. So you're trying to impress uh, the nurses. You go around to the city and you collect drummer, guitar player, the whole bit. But you don't know anybody in the game that sings. Now, the whole entire game is based off of, like, the whole soundtrack to it is this, like, really fast-paced punk rock music, okay? he, You have this brilliant idea to go knocking on this door. You knock on the door, and who the hell opens up the door but King Buzzo from the Melvins. For those who don't know who the Melvins are, the Melvins used to tour with Nirvana back in, like, the late 80s. They are some of the godfathers of, like, mainstream punk music, and they're amazing. So King Buzzo opens the door and agrees to help you. And throughout the mission, you put on this tremendous rock concert with all the things that are in the city, you know, coming at you and you're defending the whole concert and it's Melvin's music, them going nuts. At the end of the show, he just goes, well, my job is done here. And he pulls out an umbrella and floats away like Mary fucking Poppins on the wind. (laughs) And it was beautiful. (laughs) I played through that whole game and had no idea that was based on somebody. <laughs> I just thought it was some dude. It's it's King Buzzo from the Melvins. I I've seen them many times. The the idea that they actually got him to be in the game and that he shows up in the game representing what he's supposed to be for people that know who he is, that is a huge that like I stood up out of my seat. I was like, Yeah my friend was downstairs eating dinner. I'm like, You have to get up here right now. <laughs> And see this, and it was hysterical. So that's my moment. That's my moment of the year, really. <laughs> um, anybody else want to? I'll go for for one of mine. Okay, go ahead, Rob. Uh, definitely for me, it's going to be the the bad guy reveal for for Bravely Default. Um, so again, this is spoilery. So mm. still, one of the main characters, Anya's, she's the keeper of the Wind Crystal, um, and. Everyone has their own little fairies that watch over them. So she has one called Aerie. Um, and throughout this game, you're going to like different timelines and mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't know why. You've, you've played some of it, right? Yeah. So you just don't know why. And um, Anya, Anya figures she's just going to go reawaken all the crystals. Um, Aerie was telling her how to do it, you know. 
and it tur- turns out this whole time that the sweet little fairy that's been with you the whole time is the mastermind behind all of this. What? She wants <laughs> all the worlds destroyed. And it's crazy because, you know, usually when, when you buy a game, it's it's either, you know, all the heroes on the cover or just landscapey stuff. But the cover of Bravely Default is Aerie. That's her on the cover. So it's like they have the bad guy right on the cover in front of you. So they were kind of telling you without telling you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. That is. I have a lot of respect for that. That's really yeah. cool. That is awesome. Uh, Jackie, I will say one thing. Yeah. Rayman came out in 2013. Damn it. I was I wasn't gonna say anything. Oh, say this I've been doing all day. Like I said, I had black flag down for damn. so much stuff. Yeah. I just wanted I I Googled it right before I said it. I just wanted to make sure. I all thought right, it was we'll cross okay. that one off the okay, list yeah, then. Yeah, okay. Alright, I'm the first loser. I'm the first loser. <laughs> okay. Um so what we normally have to do here in these kind of things, I mean I will <laughs> I can talk about the what are you the most passionate about? You know, it's tough. I think I'm most passionate about the Valiant Hearts thing. I think is honestly what I'm most passionate about. It's yes. this amazing ending to the game. And, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it's the only game I've actually cried at. Like, yeah. real tears. We have two votes for it, though, so I don't want to get into it too much because it's right now it's the only one with multiple votes. Yeah. Well, doesn't the uh, the Last of Us... Yeah, The Last of Us as well. So what I think we should do is we should lock those two in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I would throw weight behind The Last of Us DLC okay. for it to be So we'll lock those mm-hmm. two in for sure. Um, so The Last of Us and... Um, Valiant Hearts are locked in as okay. two of our nominees. So we have three nominees left. Um, if I was going to... Look, the, the the moment at the end of the Swapper is like amazing and like this crazy existential choice you have to make in a game that's all about solving puzzles, mm-hmm. but it has a lot of, you know, story, you know, behind it. Um, so... Uh, and the South Park thing... I mean, you've played South Park, right? I've played a little bit of South Park, okay. but not not to that point. Okay, so... <laughs> You go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil them because it's it's one of the it's one of the best moments in the entire world. So, the whole game is ridiculous. The whole game is like playing a season of South Park. So, if you're a South Park fan, it's amazing. But you go to an abortion clinic um, because in order to infiltrate the abortion clinic, um, a, your your character has to pretend to be a knocked up teenager. <laughs> <laughs> so you go in and look, and this is not even the moment that I'm talking about. All right. So you go in and then um, Stan's father. In order for the like the FBI to not realize that you're you're not a t- woman has to perform an abortion on you, and you have to like guide him on how to do it while he's doing it. Again, not even the moment. So then, um, the whole game is about like these uh this like disease that's it, it, like turning people into Nazi zombies. Basically, they 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 turn into Nazi zombies and they start like speaking in like rec- old like forties recorded you know German and stuff like that. Um, cows turn into Nazis. <laughs> but then the sludge gets dumped into like the dumpster outside of the abortion clinic. So the fetuses turn into Nazi zombie fetuses. <laughs> oh my God. And you have to fight the fetuses. And then you're, you're, you're about to leave the clinic and the doctor in like the very South Park voice goes, but you don't understand. Chloe <laughs> Kardashian came, just came in here and had the biggest abortion ever. And then, like this monstrous giant Nazi zombie baby comes blasting through 
the 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 side of the abortion clinic oh and it's the God. boss and that's your boss fight. it's the boss fight it's unbelievable it's like the perfect <laughs> distillation of what makes south park amazing it's wrong on so many levels yet yes. so right as well but it's stuck with me all fucking year right. i am not going to shoot that down <laughs> oh me either i am i am just the way you described that i'm on board with that one all right so there we go we'll lock those that gets locked in i guess um I, I will say that I think that um, just and again, this is what we didn't we do in talk comics as well. I'll kind of pitch you what I feel are the, have been the best arguments, and then you guys kind of talk about it as well. Okay. Um, I thought that um, what Rob talked about for his uh, for Bravely Default, I thought was awesome and mm-hmm. sounds like an amazing moment in that game. Yep. For a game I haven't played, I was hung up in what was going on. Yeah. So I'm good with that, and I feel like the the door slam in PT. Those are the two that I would put to lock it in, but I want to hear what the other two would be for everybody. Um, so that we could, we, we, we can just find it out. So what's left is I'm going to take the swapper out, um, f- for this. Uh, I, I, I got my South park, so I'm <laughs> happy about that. Uh, um, so what we have left here is, um, we have Valiant hearts locked in. So we have the, uh, the shadow of mortar reveal. We have door slam in PT. We've got, uh, Bad Guy Reveal, Bravely Default, uh, The Choice at the End of Walking Dead Season 2, uh, The Last Level of Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, uh, King Buzzo Arrives, 1v1 Towerfall, and Shovel Knight Ending. You could take off Shovel Knight. Okay. So that gets I mean, one of one of those? Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can take off uh, 1v1 okay. uh, Towerfall just because it's... These other moments are so clearly defined. That's kind of about the chaos, you know. And I and that is, I mean, that's a it's a, it was a great experience, definitely for all of us. Yeah. One of the things I actually had originally was not even like a, a, a single moment, but I, I just wrote dance party destiny because like those are the moments <laughs> that I remember from that game, yes. right? Is that sort of yes, that yes. action to it? So um, I think those are again those kind of communal moments are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so that leaves us with uh, Shadow of Mordor. Uh, door slam bad guy reveal bravely default the choice walking dead season two last level of call of duty advanced warfare and king buzzo arrives sunset overdrive what's the deal with shadows of mordor companion no i don't i this is the one <laughs> I, I, I was trying to get you guys away from it because i don't want to know <laughs> no, me too. Well, see, that's the thing either. is i feel strong stronger for two other ones right yeah than right. that right okay. and yeah. i don't want to hear the argument yeah and i and i also feel stronger as well i mean if you're a lord of the rings fan at all that the reveal is amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's almost a spoiler if you really think about yeah. it. No. no, not really. No. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we, we'll get rid of the companion reveal. We'll 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 exnay that. Okay, so what are we down to? So we don't have to have people walk out of the room just not to hear it. Yeah. So door slam, PT, bad guy reveal, bravely default, the choice, Walking Dead season two, last level, Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare, and King Buzzo arrives, Sunset Overdrive. I haven't talked about the choice in the Walking Dead, but if I talk about it, it's at the end of the last episode, it's the choice that you're faced with. And if I talk about it, is I'm going to spoil, p- is I'm it as spoil the whole game. Is it as powerful as the choice at the end of episode one? Mm, it's the, it depends on the way that you look at it. Emotionally, mm, it's close. But what's different about this is what you choose here affects the ending of the game. There is three or four different endings that you can see. See, it's like I can't even fight against it because I haven't played, you know? Right, no, you don't have to fight against it, yeah. but I, I want what to... I, what I always do as well is that we, we... Which one are you more passionate about? You know, uh, the, the choice in The Walking Dead Season 2 or the last level of Call of Duty Advanced Warfare? Because we're getting to the point now where we're, we're kind of down to the fact where yeah. if, if you're not the most... If it's, if it's... You have to get rid of the least one, one you're least passionate about. I would say I'm more passionate about the end of 
Call of Duty. Okay, so we're gonna get rid of the end, uh, the end, uh, the last choice in Walking Dead, um, which is good because I don't have to spoil it for people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're down to now, now we're down to four games for two spots. So we're getting there. We're getting closer. Okay. All right. <laughs> I personally am still good with what the two that you said. Yes, I am, I am as well. And the door slam. Are we sure about that? I want to make sure. Which the, the last two would be the door slam and PT, and the bad guy reveal and bravely default. Oh, the last. So two? it's one of the. Yeah, the, no, the, we have the, that's the two I proposed. Okay. She was saying she was she I, agreeing I with agree it. I agree with We have two. two out of the four. So there's two pick. other. There's the Call of Duty and the King Buzzo arrives. So we have to we have to figure out. Um, I think on a, like an absolute emotional level. I haven't played PT, but when you were talking about it, I got goosebumps because I don't do scary. <laughs> uh-huh. It's so terrifying. It was, uh, yeah, I, I, I would have no problem going with that because I, I saw three seconds that I came online and was like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. And so that that feeling creeped up on me just by hearing about it. Uh-huh. So we, awesome. we go locking in the fourth, the door slam. Yes. Leaving one. So our right. four are? So our four would be um, the arcade and the last of us left behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, the end of Valiant Hearts, mm-hmm. South Park, the abortion clinic, and Door <laughs> Slam in PT. Okay, that's four. So that's four. So a good four. We've got three. We have the three that all of you are the most passionate about left on this list. We've got the end, the, the bravely default reveal, the last level of Call of Duty, and King Buzzo arrives. <laughs> so it's I'm, really. I'm sticking with mine. I'm. Uh, here's here's my thing. I'm really really partial to mine. Just, well, of course, yeah. Just because. Of what the whole the whole foundation of that game and and the attitude of the game and all of all of that it all of it's in your face like the the I'll get to some more more things about why that game is amazing later but um I because Justin says like, I had no idea mm-hmm. who he was and that wasn't like a big moment for me um I would actually be willing to take mine away uh, and throw my weight behind Rob. For his, because I might not have played to the end of Bravely Default, but I do know that character, that knowledge. Now that I have that, I'm gonna be like playing it on my vacation. I'm gonna be watching her and listening for like mm-hmm. you know cues in her in her speech and what she said. What, but I and I know what that's like. I know that's like to go through something with somebody and have them pull the switcheroo on you and turn out to be either responsible or a completely different person. And that always burns really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would def- I would give up my spot to to throw my weight behind the uh, the reveal. The question is, to you Justin, are you willing oh, to? Is it? Yeah, is it Justin to Rob give, death match to give right up now? Call of Duty <laughs> for Bradley Default? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, <laughs> that was way nice. Well, the important thing is you got to gotta pick your battles as well. You got to pick your battles. <laughs> it, it, you know, if there's something really important to you later, you want to make sure you save up it, the it, and, and people remember. It's a a terrific moment, that last level of Call of Duty, but it it pales probably on the comparison of something like a reveal of of, of a hidden villain. Right. And I'm, I mean, Bravely Default was just announced for a PlayStation platform, so I'm super (laughs) excited to get into that. I wanted to play it when it was on PC, and I just, Mm -hmm. I, I didn't get around to it, but... I'm definitely going to play it now. Um, and one of the one of these one a little bit of knowledge from doing the shows for talking comics that I will impart onto you guys because you haven't done this before is that never forget that you know you have your moments to make these games shine on these shows and mm. even if yours doesn't make it to the end of the list we a still have our personal lists at the end of the year that mm. we can you know have them win whatever we want mm. uh, and also if you 
give them their due, you're at least letting people know that they should be looking out for these games and playing these games because these were amazing moments and or whatever other category comes along. Yeah, absolutely. So our our five for moments of the year of 2015 is the arcade and The Last of Us Left Behind, The End of Valiant Hearts, South Park, The Abortion Clinic, The Door Slam in PT, and Bad Guy Reveal in Bravely Default. All right. Sweet. Sweet five right there. I like those five. I think that's a very good... like, I'm totally cool five. with that. Yeah. yeah, it's a good five. Doesn't yeah. like my my Call of Duty. Not <laughs> no, I'm just I'm gonna this I'm gonna wrestle with anybody who says the arcade's not the best moment of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to say that's that's. Yeah. I'm pissed I, that yeah. I didn't think of that, and I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> I have to get around to actually finishing that. I yeah. guess. All right, it's beautiful. Publisher of the year, our last category for this Christmas Day episode Ooh. of talking games. Um. So again, we'll give three, and then we'll we'll go from there. All right, I'm gonna go around the other way this time. Rob, what are your three? Uh, my first one's Nintendo. Okay. Uh, they've had, in my opinion, a big year based on Mario Kart 8 and Super Smash Brothers. And then to end their year off with so much hype, uh, with obviously what they announced at E3, but just, you know, one huge Zelda trailer to, to leave everyone all tingly at the end of the <laughs> year, uh, in anticipation for, for all the big titles for mm. next year. All right. What about what, do you, what else you got? Second one is Telltale. Actually, I think for the same reason they've had a huge year with Fables and Walking Dead season two, and Game of Thrones just came out. As Game well, of right? Thrones just started. Tales from the Borderlands. Tales from Borderlands. Yeah, Tales from. I mean, just they've expanded their biz- business, and, and then with the mi- Minecraft thing that yeah. that just That's a fantastic came out. Choice. Yeah, I, I mean, just imagine how many kids that only play Minecraft that are going to jump. And like get their first taste of, of something different, just because of like you know. I can't imagine how many kids love. are going to buy that and be like, "What the hell is this? This isn't Minecraft." Yeah, but <laughs> I, even I, if I, half I, of those kids I, play continue and like it, yeah, yeah, that's terrific. It, that's going to be absolutely huge. Uh, and my last one is uh, Blizzard Activision. Um, I think their Hearthstone move uh, was absolutely huge. Um, you know, for a huge free-to-play game um, to to do this well. And then for uh, their new expansion for World of Warcraft, bringing in another 10 million subscribers on top of what they already have. Um, I, I just think it was a very big year for them. All right. Cool. Jackie. Oh, I don't even want to do mine after that. Why? <laughs> All right. You don't have to. You don't have to do all your. All, Rob. Rob. Rob wasn't supposed to give his reasons till after, but he. He. Right. He. You know. He took over the mic. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Okay. That's kidding. the popcorn and the kettle black right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. First of all, I've only got two. That's so. Fine. Yeah. Um, one of them is Bungie. Just because Bungie's not a Bungie's a developer. Oh right. Well, you can cross that one. Activ- Activision. Well, it's a vote for Activision. Activision. All right. There you go. <laughs> Whoever published Destiny. <laughs> That's Activision. <laughs> that one. Yeah. And I really have no other reason for it. Um, but my actual like number one, my only one that I really seriously considered is Ubisoft. Because for me personally, like I went through this year alone. Now, established Black Flag is last year. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> this year, the ones that I played is Assassin's Creed Unity. Rogue mm. came out as well. Rayman Legends last year. Last now. year. Yeah, yeah, last year. <laughs> Charles Fusion, Child of Light, Valiant Hearts, Far Cry 4. Like The crew. It's, right. It's basically a list of every game I've loved this year has been published by Ubisoft. Mm. All right. So that's fine. Steve. 
figures you come around to me and I put my list away. You knew you're next. It's the order of the people. I can't, I can't, I can't make it any more it's clear. I have the clear, same. Yeah. It's, it, I have the same ones that almost everybody else has. I have Nintendo. Okay. Uh, Telltale and Sony. Oh, Sony. Okay. Yeah. All right, Justin. What do you got for us? Uh, my number one is Telltale. Okay. My number two is Nintendo. My number three is Sony. Okay. All right. So. I thought I, I was being all smooth with a Telltale one. <laughs> Man, nobody's going to have Telltale. Sorry. <laughs> I had Nintendo, um, Microsoft, and WB Games. Okay. All right. So we mm. Nintendo's locked because yes. it had five. <laughs> and Telltale, right? I mean, three. Yeah, Telltale is three. So Telltale is uh, yeah. also locked. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was re- I was all ready to make like a case for Nintendo because I didn't think anybody else was gonna have it on their list. <laughs> and they like made a list of games. I was like, I was like Donkey Kong, Mario Kart, Super Smash Brothers, Kirby, Kirby, Bayon- Bayonetta. Bayonetta, Nintendo Remix, Tamodachi oh, Life. I have Bayonetta written down. You know, um, yeah. And all of those games when they came out, they worked. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. true. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so. That leaves us with, we have Telltale and Nintendo locked, and we have um, Microsoft, Warner Brothers Games, Activision, Ubisoft, and uh, two for Sony. And two for Activision. Two for Activision, two for Sony. Uh, What's the deal with Warner Brothers Games? Why is that? uh, Warner Brothers, they they put out the Lego games, obviously, and they put out uh, Shadow of Mordor Mordor as well, which is why they're on my list. Um, So uh, I want to hear, who did Sony? You, I did, and Steve. You guys did? I did, yeah. Why Sony, Justin? I think that in the first real year that the consoles have been out, Sony has pretty much hit all the right notes. Um, not everything that, that's come out has been a home run. I mean, their first party lineup this fall has been pitiful. Uh, right. And uh, their their software, as far as like their UI, uh, everything's been okay. It's been okay. Like, so they're lagging behind on some stuff. But what I can't ignore is the fact that I feel like they have the pulse right now of what's going on in gaming. Like, they just held their own packs. And they they showed that we don't need to wait till E3 or to a special convention to get people excited about playing games that five years ago, no, or five to six years ago, nobody was really excited to play. I mean, I came away from PSX, PlayStation Experience, excited about 15 new indie titles that I had never heard about before. And so, like, I, I feel like they've had, like, a really good year. They, they, they jumped out to a commanding lead with the consoles. Um, their exclusives, uh, while still lagging behind a little bit, uh, most of them were, were pretty good. And, uh, you know, I, I think that looking forward, I now I have 20 games that I know are coming to PlayStation platforms, 20 or more in, the next, in 2015 that I'm excited to play. And I can't say that about either of the other two big publishers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I will say this just, just, I mean, again, I'm, I'm, and I'm not going to be shy about putting down multi-billion dollar corporations. <laughs> let's let's you just go right ahead. Let's just put that right out there. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, um, my problem with Sony is that I, as if you're going to say number one console maker of the year, absolutely. But when we're talking publisher. You have to put against publisher against publisher. And that's the output of games that you had in 2014. And Sony, um, I mean, we, we infamous very good obviously but you look at their fall lineup it's basically barren nothing and the, the games that did come out which were drive club and little big planet 
Ouch. We're broken. Yes. You know? <laughs> uh, so it's tough for me to be able to put a, a publisher on the list, especially, I mean, you guys talked about this a lot, right? The kind of plague this year yeah. of games that have come yeah. out that have been broken when they've been they released. And I, I, like, I have a problem with rewarding anyone who decides to put out a broken game, you know, before it's ready. Um, well, you can't. Then Microsoft would have to come right off the list. I mean, absolutely. I mean, we can talk. But I, I talk about that. I just Microsoft had less for me than than Sony did. But um, I, again, I, I have no problem taking Microsoft off the list. Actually, um, I, I just felt like w- with the games they did put out, their exclusive were better than the exclusives that Sony put out. That's true. Um, so that's the only reason they were above it for me. Um, I feel like Ubisoft might be onto a bit. Yeah, of a I have the same problem. I, I yeah. was just. <laughs> I really struggle with Ubisoft because the games you mentioned, like South Park, was Ubisoft. Valiant Hearts was Ubisoft. Child, Child of Light, Light was Ubisoft. Yeah. Love all those games. I haven't played Far Cry yet. I know it's fantastic. I haven't played it yet. Oh yeah. Um, but you look at Assassin's Creed. You look at the crew, and you've got two games that basically did not work for a lot of people when when they uh, needed to play them. And so I, it's tough to reward a company for doing that. For being 50% great. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, uh, so, I mean, Activision, Activision, obviously, they have their issues, but the games they do put out, they work. You know, Destiny, Call, Call, of, Duty. Call of Duty. Skylanders. Yeah, and I mean, Activision Blizzard is the same company. So, that's Diablo. Diablo that's Diablo yeah. 3. Diablo. That's Diablo. World of Warcraft. That's Starcraft. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's you know, um, Hearthstone. I'd be, Hearthstone. I'd be happy with, I'd be happy with that. So, I I'm think quite I, happy to... For me, like that would lock in. I think Activision Blizzard deserves to be locked in. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Everyone yeah, agrees with that. I'll get behind that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, the question is, <laughs> we have these three. Saw that fist who bump. put out games. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a yeah. There's, there's packs going on. There's secret alliances. Oh yeah. Happening around this table. <laughs> we have three, three locked in: Nintendo, Telltale, and Activision Blizzard. Well, those are my three. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Rob's like, I'm out. I'm just gonna go. Uh, exactly. I'm gonna go have Rob's a smoke. Winning at life right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I I will say to you that I I I mean I I feel better about Sony than I feel about Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah. Um. Definitely. Um. You know, I would say that from my enemies, Warner Brothers put out one of the best games of the year in Shadow of Mordor. They built the Lego games. No, nothing broken. <laughs> Um, I mean, they put out bad games. Obviously, everybody, put, all of them, put out bad games. That's not a, that's not a question here. But I think especially it's a question of integrity. Integrity, when you put right? Out a game that's broken versus a game that people just might not enjoy that much. Right. Yeah. And again, yeah. like we we don't have to put five nominees just because we feel like we have to. If we think there's only three publishers worthy of being on best publisher of the year, I'm not giving up Ubisoft if there is room on the list for Ubisoft. Ubisoft's not getting on the list, Jackie. <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> it's not with happening. That at all. Really, not Valiant Hearts and Child of Light are not enough to get it on. No, the list. no because they put out games they people paid $60 for a game that they couldn't play Assassin's Creed just play. launched a 7 gig <laughs> yeah. patch yes. I'm not sp- putting any weight behind that <laughs> you guys have spent shows you've been a whole show talking about the problem with games coming out that are broken alright fine I le- I've learned to pick my battles <laughs> I'll give up on that one <laughs> um, I mean you got what, what, what's, uh, what's the deal with EA this year there's been stuff and also that they put out a lot of stuff on like iPad and iPhone as well that uh, you know I enjoyed like Simpsons tapped out is I don't know if anyone's played Simpsons tapped out fantastic <laughs> well Dragon Age everyone's like Dragon Age right yep. um, Need for Speed Plants um, for Zombies is EA Plants for Zombies yeah. yes. um, yeah. we've got uh, I mean of course there's all the sports games that, that came out and, and I mean FIFA's great it's always great Madden 37 or whatever yeah Madden 37 <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> they put out another another uh, middling NBA game but uh, there hasn't been a, I mean NHL. yeah there hasn't been a lot of like again I was talking about just integrity wise 
I don't remember any games coming out that were no, broken they, ass they broken. Certainly, they're certainly very productive. I wouldn't necessarily say they stand out quality wise. Right. Um, well, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, we don't have to put five on here. If we think there's only three or four that belong here, uh, then I think that's, uh, we, that's what we should do. Dragon Age, uh, in its entirety, is is a very solid title. But I mean, it was not without its problems. You're absolutely launched. right. It was not. I've had a. No- it's been annoyingly you know, glitchy like, for me they've, lately. They've patched it recently, and in, in the past couple of days, something came out that kind of fixed a lot of the problems. But they still exist, and the problems yeah. that mm-hmm. did exist were harsh. Yeah. And really took you out of the game. I had entire conversations that didn't happen. So I'm talking to characters and they're yeah. just me, 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 me. And I, what? And I've um, had stuff that I, for me, like this is a big deal breaker. I've had stuff that I cannot get cleared off of my quest log. Yeah. And like being like OCD about this kind of thing, not being able to talk to the person to finish that quest line and not being able to get it cleared off is a big deal breaker. Like mm. it bugs hell out of me. Uh-huh. And I have, I have a friend with an Xbox One they haven't gotten the patch yet. No, He's had to restart the game Xbox three right. times. Yeah. Three times. So they're out. <laughs> That's good. We had a discussion about it. Yes. What about Bethesda? Uh, Elder Scrolls Online, I which worked. I would a big F you well, with Bethel- that, though. Wasn't that Xenomat? Well, no, I that's guess Bethesda it, is, the, is, the, is, the is the publisher. Yeah. Okay. Elder Scrolls, Wolfenstein the New Order. Um, great. Evil Within. Uh, those are the only three hmm. games they put out. Elder Scrolls didn't come to didn't, the consoles. Exactly. They delayed it, though, because it wasn't going to work. But they delayed it or possibly canceled it or yes. maybe delayed it. But at oh. least they delayed it and they didn't bring it out and it didn't work. You know, I'd rather yeah. a, 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 me delay a game. Talk to me next year about Bethesda. <laughs> and I'll tell you they should be on the list. Not um, this year. Have you played The Evil Within? Yeah. yeah. Is it, How is it? It's good. It works. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like, we, we can't... You can, I mean, we can go by quality, but we also have to go by... By whether I, they put up because it's a pub, it's part of being a publisher I, putting games that effing work. I honestly feel like anybody that's being brought to the table so far, they have their they have their their shining moments, mm-hmm. and then they have a lot of shit in between. Um, I don't know if anybody is comfortable throwing their weight behind any one of them for a fifth. Should we just go with four? I and mean, we only have four. We only have three. <laughs> oh, we only have three. Yeah, yeah. There's no fourth. Okay. Um, because Microsoft and Sony are both out for the giant fuck ups they had this year. Um, Halo not working for what was it two weeks? I don't. It still doesn't work. Okay. Still, so yeah. there you go. Um, so uh, I mean, I still had WB on there because they didn't have any problems and they put out really great. I'm games actually comfortable with WB. Um, but uh, I I think that I'm also. I mean, I would love them to be on there because they put out my favorite games of the year. But what? I'm comfortable with just these three if we want to go with them. What has Square Enix been up to? Square, what? How have they put out this year? They put out Bravely Default. Bravely Default. Yes. Um, they put out Final Isn't Fantasy 14 well. expansions. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, I would I would throw some weight behind them. Um, the Tomb Raider Deluxe Edition came out this year. Um, there was no really. Did were, they do Temple Temple of Osiris? Uh, they must have. Yeah, they yes. did. They must have. I would so Eidos, Square Enix. I would bring Square and uh, Square Enix to the table. And they put out those uh, remasters of Kingdom Hearts, um, which were both very good. Um, but I mean, I don't see them being too much stronger than Bethesda. And I was, and I, you know, yeah. to be fair, I would be more inclined to say they're the kind of ones we could put on to pad out the list. But yeah. The way our discussion is going right now, they're not going to win. So it's no. any point. Yeah. I or don't want to. Do put you want to put them on there so that the listeners might be able to? have some feedback about why they're actually stronger choices than maybe we realize. Yeah, I, I, but I don't want us, for our debates, I don't want us to put stuff on there just to put it on there. Right, so I, I'd say like, stick to the ones that we are yeah. happy about. Yeah. What about Take Two? Oh, true, true. Take Two, they do, I mean, their big ones are Bioshock, Borderlands, Civ, GTA, Max Payne, MLB 2K, NBA 2K, Red Dead, XCOM. I mean, WWE. that's all this year, obviously. Yeah. No, but I mean, th- those are, those are heavy hitters. Year. So for this yeah. year, I mean, they had the Borderlands, the pre-sequel. 
they re-released where uh, GTA. Um, uh, nope. Uh, where was it? Bioshock Infinite was last year. Last, last year. year. Okay. Uh, they had DLC this year, but yeah. So again, I mean, you know, I'd say it's it's one, good to talk about. They are about, technically the biggest. Right. I'd say they're good to talk about, but again, I feel like you know the way the conversation is, they're not going to get votes to mm. win. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not hearing an enthusiasm really. Over no. the top three else. that we have that we're all happy with. Yeah. I say keep it at three. Yeah, I let's mean, keep we it at three. Three that yeah. we're really in love with. Yeah. So. yeah. It, it's it's the it's the integrity play. Yep. So our three publishers of the year are Nintendo, Telltale, and Activision Blizzard. Yep. All right. Did but, you ever think you would hear Telltale? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. This this is the thing. This this is but it's it's sites like this and shows like this that it's gonna help tell these publishers you don't get to put out games and then be on the list. You don't mm-hmm. get to put out broken ass games and be on a best of list. <laughs> right. It doesn't doesn't happen. Yeah. You know. All right. So that's the uh, that's the last category of uh, the night. So uh, just so we can run it through: publisher of the year, Nintendo, Telltale, or Activision Blizzard. Moment of the year: The Arcade, Last of Us, Left Behind, uh, Valiant Hearts, The End, South Park, The Abortion Clinic. Uh, <laughs> We have uh, the door slam in PT and uh, the bad guy reveal in Bravely Default. And the most anticipated game of 2015, our nominees are No Man's Sky, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, Bloodborne, Batman Arkham Knight, and Legend of Zelda for the Wii U. All right. So, um, do you, who wants, Steve, you want to take it out? Sure, I'll take it out. Give, give all the information. All right. Uh, first of all, once again, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday. And uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so on Twitter. We are at Talking underscore Games. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Talking Comics PC. I'm sorry, Talking Games PC. Always doing that. (laughs) Um, uh, Just in our email. I've got all my stuff over here. Our email is uh, TalkingGamesPC at gmail.com. Indeed it is. Uh, If you would like to get in touch with us personally, uh, my Twitter is at dead underscore anchorist. Justin. I am at Jorok, J-O-R-O-A-K. Bobby. At Bobby Shortle. Rob. At Dusk1020. (laughs) Jackie. At Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-I. All right, you guys, join us next week when we hit up some more categories, and uh, we'll see you then. Take care.